All right, welcome back to the Outlax podcast, um, where we're discussing all the Aboriginal rugby league, rugby union carnivals all across Australia. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Toyota Forklift Outlax, SES Australia and Australian Venue Co. Before we start, just like to acknowledge that wherever we're listening in, um, that we're all meeting on Aboriginal land, always was, always will be. I'm your host today, Matt Harbisher from the Outlax. And joining us today, we've got a very special guest. We've got brother uh, Dylan Brown uh, from the Gomorrah Connections. Dill, how you going, brother? Good, brother. How are you, Buzz? Good, good. Thanks for jumping on. Um, something pretty new for us, but um, just something we want to start kicking off. Yeah, no, Bruz, tell us, tell us a bit about um, Gomorrah Connections, how it started, how it came about. Um, um, Gomorrah Connections have been running for um, about two years now. Um, we used to be... Um, we used to be a little club before that called um, Dinner One Dreaming Connections, and um, we sort of separated from that. And we've started the Gummeroy Connections for the uh, men's competition. Um, just sort of sort of happened with this uh, men's footy was we had done juniors, and I decided I was going to step away and sort of um, take on Gummeroy Connections to the, um, all the different men's carnivals. And um, yeah, we've been going really great so far with it. Yeah, bro, doing a doing a good job from 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 the outside looking in, you know. So keeping busy and all that sort of thing. Mm. But you've been to been to a few carnivals this year so far. What tell us a bit about where you've been and where you've been playing? Yeah, no, we've been um, fortunate enough to go to three carnivals so far. Um, in January we um attended the um battles of the countries, which was down in um, Wollongong. Um, we were really great. We um done that in January. Then in February we had two knockouts. Um, pretty close together. We had the Gundawindi State Border knockout and we had the Armadale knockout. Good stuff, bros. And like, you know, you and I know it's pretty tough running a knockout club sort of when you're sort of on your own or, you know, don't have much of a committee with you. But what are some of the challenges, you know, for, you know, just someone sort of by themselves or got a small committee to run a knockout club for, for those guys, you know, thinking about doing it or, you know, um, start their own sort of venture. What, what's what's some of the challenges you've come across? Probably with um with COVID and the floods and the bushfires and everything. The hardest thing was um, finding the actual sponsorship to make it happen. I think that um once you, but the thing is once you do find them sponsors, you know like um they're really supportive and we've got a great bunch of sponsors that um sort of continue with us through the knockout. Same as you guys. You guys have sponsors that are continually coming back to support you. Another challenge is, um, you know, we can't always fit all the mob in. You can't fit all your cousins and your brothers in for a 25-man squad. That's also a challenge. And, um, yeah, but, you know, what I always say to people is I say, say, do it. What's the worst thing that can happen? Go out there, get some sponsors, put your own team in. And, um, you know, everything's possible, you know. Like I see some teams, they go to one knockout, you know, and then they just continue going to them because they find out it's not as hard as what people think it is. Yeah, good stuff, bros. Um, what we're going to do, we're going to go through a few of the carnivals, do a bit of a review, a review of all the carnivals sort of we've been to this year. So we're going to do two from uh, the Uplax and two from Gomeroy Connections. Um, yes. Just do a bit of a review and uh, have a bit of a talk about it, and then we'll sort of go on to the upcoming carnivals for the rest of the year. So we'll start with the Toowoomba Knockout. Um, Toowoomba Knockout's one of the carnivals that Uplax has been mm. to in a few years, and always sort of tough going up to Toowoomba, like the, the standard of football up there is just on another level. Um, we took a side uh, in 2019 and 2020 up to the uh, Toowoomba knockout and also again earlier this year. Um, we took an, I, I took another side earlier in 2016, one of the Bundjalung sides there where we come up runners up um, again. So pretty, pretty tough standard of football. 
<laughs> with the Toowoomba knockout, you know, like there's uh, there's always the the local Toowoomba boys that sort of get together, mm-hmm. put together all the good sides. So this year coming together, like all the all the talk was about Ashbony Memorial and Mara. Yeah. All the sides, you know, Corey McGrady and that that um that that was the ones to beat. Um, we had a pretty good side. Like we went up there, we we tried to stack our side the best we could. So we had sort of like Benny Barber, uh, Grego Davis, Bala James Livick, um, Shane Gibson. Uh, no, no, there you set us up with. Um, they were over the salary cap. <laughs> yeah, Blacks took over the salary cap. Oh, uh, uh, Errol, Errol Chapman, Robbie Freeman, Dan Wes Pez. Like we we had a good good sort of side going in. Um, we first first round we drew. I think it was a Memorial side from St George. And um, I think they got the first two tries on it. So I think it was about 12 nil down or something. And then um, to sort of come storm back the second half. But they put a bit of a shock through us, that side. Um, that was just a close family memorial side. But they, they went hard. That was, it's, always, that was a, it's always the wake up when a little small yeah. side come out and they're just there to play football, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a good game. Um, and sort of second game, we we uh, took on uh, another side. I can't remember their name, but it was a Sherberg memorial side. And again, they were... That was tough and just rough, rough as guts, and you know, just just old school football and really good game that one too. I think we we ran away with about twenty points with that one. And then uh, in, in the semi, we come up against uh, Mara's Memorial. That was a that was Corey's side. Everyone everyone was talking about that side. Yeah, and, a lot of Tumala boys. Mm, uh, mm. Damo McIntosh. Like if you're looking for a good front rower to go and roll, Damo McIntosh, sign him up. If you're looking for a good front rower for your knockout side, he's he's the one. He's he's a gun. Um, yeah, that, that was a really close game, and they had us. I think that was that was up by maybe four, four or six points with a couple of minutes to go, and then um, we just snatched it to death. One of the young fellas has done a chip and chase over the top with about a minute to go, and we we snatched it from. That's probably a game we shouldn't have won. Um, and then we sort of come to the grand final, and we come against this side, Central Queensland Rabbitohs, and um, that that was sort of side they were playing on the backfield the whole day, sort of no one didn't know too didn't much really about. Watch them. Yeah, yeah didn't really a lot of Kempsey boys had a run in that side. Yeah, there's a lot of um, you know, experience there, Phil Dennis and all that. I think yeah. Josh Johnson and that. So we got to it and just got to the grand final and that just blew us away. That was just way too good. They um yeah, a bit just, of harsh calls. Didn't yeah. help either. Can't <laughs> right, win them all, I can't beat the ref. But no, nah, they, they, they were they was on fire and Philly Dennis, he just the veteran, you know, one of the best Murray Carnival players you'll see. So yeah, yeah. he just took control just controlled and controlled the side. Mm, you guys yeah. had a good run, like he's the thing is, those that you know, um, the out blacks, you know, I think that like when I when I look in from someone out, there's also you know, fellas from the bush, but you've got a lot of fellas from the coast and from the city, and it's all about bringing them out there and letting them experience that kind of knockout footy. And Toowoomba, you won't get a, a knockout harder than Toowoomba, mm. especially because it's one of the first knockouts of the year. Yeah, that's it, that's it. And um, Uncle Tommy and Aunty Trish, they always do a great job running that that knockout up there, and uh, always going back. That's, that's a great knockout to go to. Uh, but congratulations to the Central Queensland Rabbitohs. They were, they were on fire that day. They just they just got us at the end. Yeah. But move on to um Battle of the Countries, and I think uh this was one where it was I think it was scheduled early or something, and then yeah, rain, we, rain oh, really hurt us. Yeah. So two weeks before, oh, three days before it was initially um scheduled, they decided they were going to cancel it for two weeks. Which um, took out about took out like Alex Renane for us. Um, took out a few guns who were just um, booked in with like um, the country championships. Yeah. But yep. um, yeah, it sort of it was a bit hard there, like with it. But um, we we had a really good team for this. Like we had knockout royalty with like um, 
Randall Briggs, um, Scotty Laurie, um, Guy Thompson from Combined Countries, you know, yeah. and then we all then we also had some, you know, guns that aren't really known in the knockout, like um, Dylan Smith. He was a part of that um, Minda River squad that won the big knockout. Yeah. Um, he runs the Gilgandris Angleanders, and the thing was that man Dill, um, we came together for that side, so it was not just Gummeroy connections. It was um, Gilgandris Angleanders, and they've got some really good um, up and coming players coming out of their ranks. Um, Leonard Smith is a top good front rower. He's um, coming up through their ranks. Josh Nixon's one of the best centers from Kuna Barabran. Um, yeah, so it was good to come together for it, you know. And and we had like Sam Coe, who's the Griffith Freeways fullback. He's a mad brother. He's just moved down to Sydney, slowly moving his ranks up. Just started playing Sydney Shield, so he's starting to learn some um, good structured footy. And we when we went down there, we had a um, bit of a, a bit of a tough draw. We um, versus Bayugal, which was like Nathan Davis, um, Trader Mundine, Alan Fritz Gibbons, a few of the Bundjalung boys. I had um, um, Roy, Roy Bell was playing yeah. with them, Greg yeah. Davis, and oh, <laughs> but we went good. Like we were leading the whole game, twelve nil, and then um, we let in, you know, and then and then we let in um, two easy tries, and then we, they beat us by two points. And then we won our second game during the day. We versed um, Jambi United, which is a local um, South Coast side yeah. uh, run by Richard Campbell. And that's all the brothers, you know, like some of them boys have uh, played since under sixes together and they're still finding their feet. But they did really well. We beat them 28-0. Um, then um, we got the buy. So we wandered the next day. And then, you know, a few, f- few things didn't really help us on the second day. We had a few lads rocked up, charged up, which you shouldn't be doing at the knockout. <laughs> And, yeah, we just uh, went down to South Coast Connections, which is the South Coast Black Cockatoos, a lot of them boys, run by George Campbell, a young brother from down there. He's just um, doing it for his community. And they um, they beat us um, 14-10. So, you know, what? it was a great campaign, you know, and it was just great to think that we could come together as two communities, um, like Gummeroy Connections and Gilgandra Sanguinas. And Dill Smith's doing a, a great job for Gilgandra. He's putting them on the map as well. And um, when we get the knockout gloss, we've got some good gloss lined up about them. So we've got to <laughs> save that for later. But, he, yeah, they're doing a good job. And, like, to have, like, Randall Briggs and that in the squad was just mad. And Randall mm. has that talk, you know, like everyone, when he talks, people listen. Yeah. And it's also, same with Scotty Laurie. It's funny, like, Scotty Laurie, you know, he's nearly 43 now and he's getting the ball and they're still scared of the old fella, scared he's going to chip and chase. <laughs> Who um who else went down there? Who who you know you talk about by Eugle and the, the South oh, Coast. La Perouse, yeah, Lafa. La yeah. took their solid side. They had um you know they had um Corey Macklem who's just come back over from um Super League. They had a few guns in there. Um, Illawarra Titans are always pretty strong. Like um, Rod Broad, he runs the event. He's also the president of Illawarra, so they're always um trying to take out that knockout and like when you went down there two years ago matty you're seeing some good quality tough football especially the round robin concepts great so you're not paying all that money for accommodation if you get knocked out then you're out yeah yeah, that's Um, it yeah it's a good little knockout and um being fortunate to go for a couple of years now and yeah but like why you ended up um winning it they snatched a win and when you got players like greg davis and nathan davis and them sort of boys like Roy Bell, just the experience, you know, and then young fellas up and coming just feed off the back of them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll move on to uh, the Wagga Sevens. Now, this was um, this was a carnival sort of we hadn't been to before, so Rugby Sevens. Um, 
down in Wagga, it was a long trip, man. The missus wanted to bring two babies um, as we had a 15-hour drive, and I swear that <laughs> the hit stopped. You were every, done. <laughs> every half hour, man, it was, a, it was a long drive. But I went down to Wagga. Um, we thought we had a pretty good side, too. Um, it, it was about a 30-team knockout. Like, it was it was massive. I think there was maybe like yeah, six, that. six pools or six teams or something like that. Like, it was um pretty big comp. Uh, round, round robin, obviously, so you play your three games and then um, – move on to the semi. So we, we played Cacao Brothers first, like they were um, Fijian side. Uh, they got us by a bit, um, really, really, really gun squad. Um, played Bathurst second, they they just got us in the end. And then we um, we rolled through, we played one of the Wagga sides, we beat them, played the Griffiths second side, I think it was Griffiths um, Blacks, must be up there, like that, that was wearing the league jerseys, so they must have been league side or whatever. So we played their second side um, in, in the quarterfinals, beat them. Uh, went through the semi-finals uh, against the Griffith first side, uh, beat them, go to the grand final. So we was in the in the, the bowl comp, comp. So like I think after the um after the uh, round robin, like it, it, the top teams go through to the cup, the second teams go through to the plate, and the third teams go through to the bowl. So we was in that third third division there, uh, and we beat we beat Albion Park. The poor lads, they only had about eight players left by by the end of the day. Sort Just of running around them. Yeah, it was just funny, man. Like, because we we finished our game first, we must have had the first semi, and then we walked around to their game, and they were still playing. So as soon as they pretty much finished their game and walked off, we they they walked straight back on the field, and they they were busted the lads. So we we got to win there, and now it's taken the the bowl comp out. But bros, like the atmosphere going there to Wagga, it was it was something else. Like you walk in, you got the Fijian mob in the corner drinking kava, like. Pumping the music, you got the Tongan followers over there selling food and all that sort of stuff. You got the Koori followers there, like it was just, it was massive. And like yeah. the, the knockout, knockout ever goes there, like over the Wagga, it's like it's a massive sporting complex. It, it was so big, eh? And it's great to see, um, you know, that um, also, you know, we talk about rugby league and you've stepped away from rugby league and doing the rugby union carnivals now. Is that um, it's great to see a lot more black fellas getting into it because it's a national game. Rugby league's yeah. played in three or four countries, rugby unions one of them sports that are all around the world. And that's why it's good, you know, it's good to see our, our talent on show to mm. not just, um, you know, the mob, but to everyone. Yeah, bro, like we, we, we had a few of the boys, like we had sort of split sort of team, half Corey followers, half Fijian lads. And we sort of had like all the Fijian lads have had for years, but we, we brought in like um, Ethan Pegas and Jaron Haynes and all that, yeah. Jesse Bridge. Dumbaroi boys. Gun squad we had. And um, yeah, we went well, uh, Scotty Webb and all that. But um, yeah, we went well talking about the... Um, the bowl comp, so a third little third division. And it's still comp good, brothers. Like you got to think, you go down there and you, and you know, you you still get to play them games, and you know, and then it's, the boys enjoy it. You know, and it's good to be able to, you know, to, for you being a Curry club, being able to get the Fijians involved because they just love, they love us just as much as we love them. That's it, bro. I know that's rugby seven. That's a set game, bro. You, you know, you need them in there. You need left. them in there. To... <laughs> Well, uh, we'll move on to the last sort of review, then we'll get into like what's coming up. So we'll talk about the um, the Gundy knockout and deal you put aside in at Gundy there this year and um, tell us a bit about Gundy this year and what happened and who, who was there. Yeah, no, Gundy was a good knockout this year. Um, very small to what it used to be. Like when I know when you used to take a side, it used to be about 16 or 17 teams. But, um, you know, with COVID and everything, it was harder to get some side together. So they went in there with about eight, eight or nine teams and we took a really um strong side up we had some great sponsors um shout out to our major sponsor for that um, which was good to be 
Cultural um, Aboriginal and Heritage Centre. They do a lot of um, NDIS work down here in Sydney, Kane and his team. Um, we were able to get um, accommodation for all the boys and that, which was great. And we had a mad team. So we got a team mostly from um, Moree and um, we had some boys from out in Walgut, Gadooga, um, Burke, Narrabri. And um, we had about six or seven from Sydney, which was really great. And, you know, we had another a lot of knockout experience there. Like you, you talk about um, players we had like um, Brenton Cochran and Cameron Dennis and Yum Yum Cochran and uh, Froggy Boney, um, you know, and Dill Walford from um, Walgett Aboriginal Connection, Grant Green. We just had a really good little side. Nathan Davis, who used to be with the Gold Coast. It was it was really good, and we had a really good squad. Jeffrey Sharpley, one of the Wilder boys, and it was good. Like it was just a great little squad we had. And then, um, yeah, we went up, and we we got the luck of the draw. We versed um, Lee Lee Boy um, Memorial first. They were a, a memorial side for the brother Lee Boy um, Tyre, who passed away. They were a mixture of Newcastle, Moree, and Mungandai. So you're talking about three three big knockout um, little communities, and um, they went out there with a really solid side and they had boys like um, Onlan Duncan who put it together and Alfred Smith and, um, you know, uh, Lolo Ellis and Matt Ellis and Mark Ellis and Daryl Ellis, all the Ellis boys. And it was just a gun little side. We ran away with that a bit. I think we won 38 to 8 maybe, but um, that was not – and, you know, what the score did not reflect the game because it was – and every game of knockout footy is tough, um, you know, and – I'll admit it, I took a run from 20 metres back just to be sat on my hole and went off with a bit of an injury. But, um, yeah, but, you know, and it was good. And then the team that we went to first second, which was the St George side, they forfeited against us. So we had a clear run to the grand final. So we went straight to the grand final and then we ended up versing, um, you know, the local side favourite, one of the best in the knockout, Tumala Tigers. And, um, you know, and it was a bit emotional because, um, like, one of the nan figures in my life, um, my life, Fiona Hippie, um, my nan Fussell, you know, she had passed away and we put her on the front of the jerseys in loving memory. And that was her community, Tumala. So it was sort of fitting that we, you know, we slugged it out with them. And it was a really good game, you know. And Tumala have some guns, man, like, um, you know, David McGrady and them sort of boys just stir the ship around for them. And, um, yeah, and then we went down at half time. We're going down 8 0, and then they sort of ran away with it and they won at 22 0. Uh, 22-6, sorry, 22, yeah, 22-6 or 22-10. And, yeah, but that carnival was really great. You know, some of your boys were out on there playing. Wes McGrady Memorial was the team to talk about uh, with James Livick and Ben Barber and Rick McGrady, some of the legends of the local game down there. But it was great to see um, Tumalai walk away with the prize, you know, and it just sort of set us back and showed us what we need to improve on, you know, and it showed us that we've got a really big, good core strength of players and, you know, like our halves, we, we had like Brenton Cochran and Jaram Haynes and um, we had Cameron Dennis at Hooker and then, you know, we had some guns and then we had Benny Orchard at Lock, who's one of, you know, one of the best to come out of Burke and Hogan Shillingsworth, so it was good and it showed us that we've got a good good bunch of players, you know, especially like um, some of the younger boys coming up, like myself, Tristan Tristan Lamb, old Boogalars there and Jake Ty, and we had some great little teams and the you know Robbie McIntosh like one of my best brothers you know like he me and him put that side together and um it was great to go back to where he's from as well and play good stuff bro yeah we um I think the last time I went to Gandhi was 
2020, and um, I think back then they, they were still calling like the border knockout, and they had like yeah, the border state get, knockout. You had, yeah. you had to choose whether it was New South Wales or Queensland, but everyone like they they just mucked it up like you. Like if even like New South Wales sides, they'd say they're from, from Queensland, you know. Um, anyways, he's won it one year. Yeah, it took um Bunchlung's side in 2018. Beat NAB, any? Yeah, in the <laughs> semi-final, beat NAB. Then we went through to play a uh, Gold Coast side or something in the, in the final. Yeah, um, weren't they just yeah real good side though? Some Queensland Cup players in there. Yeah, just just all big followers, but um, I think just on the day we just had too much heart and just took yeah, it out. That's what it's about. Yeah. Um, I have a quick yarn about the upcoming knockouts. I've got a few here written down, sort of like we all know, sort of the ones that are like around September and all that sort of stuff, but the sort of the ones sort of that's already announced and all that sort of thing and got the nomination packages out. So I think the Collie, Collie and O'Brien knockout's coming up next month. So I think that's all yeah. full now, I think I've seen. Um, yeah, going to be a good little knockout, the Collie knockout. They got um, big teams going to that. Yeah. Um, Southern Highlands Sevens, that's one of the rugby carnivals. That's We're going to go to that one. That's in September. Yeah, the Dubbo Waratahs knockout, that's always a great knockout to go to. That was one. That was our first knockout as a club um, going to that. So that, that'll be good. Always tough teams going yeah. to that. You're going to that one too, eh? Yep, two teams have got locked in, nominated, completed. Uh, and then we've got the QMC this year. QMC is on the same week as the Koori knockout. So um, I don't know what's going on there. I thought... Um, you know, they, they always sort of had their QMC sort of the week before and all yeah, that. Yeah, the week before. But um, they'll be they'll be good to they'll be good to um see what happens there with all the players and a little follow yeah, up in here. Competitions coming up. I'm going up in two weeks to play in the Collie Knockout with um going your Outlaws. But there's gonna be that's gonna be a tough little country knockout. Like with teams like Bree, Gaduga, Collie, the home side, Collie Bulldogs. They're gonna be there wanting to take the title and um. You know, Walgett and that, so that's going to be a good one. I think that Sevens tournament, you know, like down here in MacArthur and in Sydney, they've taken their Sevens very serious. Yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, QMC, Corey Knockout, what's, you know, are you, are you going down to the Corey Knockout or what are you I'm doing? i down to the Corey Knockout. Yeah. Undecided who I'm going to have a run with. Got a few, we've got to bounce up the offers. Who's going to wait to be asked? No, but... um. Yeah, I'm going to be going down. Not going to put a team in. You know, you, you've done it yourself. Going to the knockout is a whole different beast to go yeah. into a little knockout. And you lose all your players because, you know, they, they want to go back and play for their communities. They want to go and play where, you know, where their dad's played for. And that's understandable. And, mm. yeah, but I'm going down. It's going to be good. Um, I think, that you know, it's good. That, I think it's different that they've got the QMC on, but I can see the benefits because I don't think many Queensland fellas are going to travel down for it. Yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty um, competitive. And I was, I was thinking about, you know, putting a side in at, up, up at QMC, but it'd just be too much muck around because you'd be trying to get a gun scored and then, you know, next minute you, you'd be having a side locked in and you'll be getting messages from players, no, nah, I've got a, got a bigger offer down at, you know. The knockout. Yeah. knockout, oh, and then you lose your squad, so. And that's what it's coming to now, you know. Like, you look at the knockouts and it's, and it's, it's as you said, Buzz, it's all about who you can lock in, what you can offer now. But gosh, you're hearing, bro. Who's a who's the sides to beat down the Corey knockout? That they, they don't tell me anything up here. So who's oh, you're in the know, bro? Well, we know that um, Walgett are gonna be strong like always. Um, they've locked in Jack Whiten, so I've 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 gotten confirmation they've got Jack Whiten locked in for the big knockout. Um, Sydney City, a new side going to the knockout. That's um, Waterloo, Redfern, and Waterloo and Larpa put together. Um, yeah, I, think, I, think that, I think that the um, Nolan Carboys are running it, Josh and um, 
Steve, Stephen, yeah. And um, I've heard some rumours circling about that. I, I know Craig Garvey's having a run with them, but I've also heard he's going up to the QMC, so I guess it'll be interesting to see. Um, out of the little bush teams, Maury Boomerang's taking a good number one side. Um, rumours are they've got some big um, big names locked in for them. Um, Gilgandra Sanguenas are taking a pretty solid side. Um, They've got one NRL player who said yes. Can't 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 say too much until the day, but you know, uh, Wall Street always going to be coming in strong with Greg Inglis leading the side around. Uh, Stephen Blair and Greg Inglis doing a great job there. Um, you know, they've got some great talent coming out of um, Kempsey and up that way in um, Maxville on that. Um, Bundjalung um, by Eagles, they'll be coming strong. You should know some gossip around that. Yeah, I, I haven't heard too much, bro. Like when I was up at the Murray Carn at the uh, Toowoomba sorry. Like they was already already talking about what, what Kempsey were doing and feel the yeah, I throwing it together. So yeah, I don't know, bro. But I I, I haven't heard anything about Walgett. But you'd think like with how good the Rose Brothers are going with their yeah, boxes, they're going to be locking in uh, some big names. Bro, right, they'd have some dollars to throw Burke? around. That's, yeah, I'd never go past Burke. Burke are going to win a knockout in the next five years. I'm thinking. Uh, Mark Knight and his crew, he's, he's been doing some recruiting. He goes around to the little knockouts and, and does his little recruiting. But you know what? Head, you know what? I'll take my hat off to Burke. You know, we never seen him on the on the main screen for years. And then they came to Dubbo with a squad, man. And, you know, NAB, they dropped that ball over the line and Burke win it. But, you know, that's the thing, you know, just, referees can't always get the calls right, you know, and it was, it was unfortunate. But they came back strong and, you know, Bundjalung Bay Eagles had to put up a fight to beat them at Tugra. But, um, yeah, so. Wonder, and then, yeah, Yowies will always be coming strong. 50th anniversary. They'll want to bring the squad to take it out. And, um, yeah, Wellington. That's the side I've heard a lot about. Wellington are only taking one side. But you got to think you got, you're going to have Brent Naden in there, you got Tony Skaggs, um, Brock Naden, you know, the Stanley boys. And that's going to be a good little side. Um, I wonder who Greg Davis is going to be running with. I wonder if Nan Buckle might put in the side. Yeah, I heard, I heard Nan Buckle was putting in the side. I was, I was up at that um that tribal league and they got a bit of momentum running out of that. So yeah, who knows? It's going to be a good 50th knockout, and I think it's going to be even better because all those little sides that we haven't seen for years are going to. They've had three years to prepare. They've had three years to rake up the money, um, yeah. book the accommodation, and be able to come. So I think that it's going to be good, but um. You know, I'm just glad that we've been able to have it with COVID. Touch wood, we don't have any big strikes a couple of days before it or whatever. That would just be the luck of it. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be good, brothers, and, you know, and um, some good little teams going. Um, little side for um, um, the two boys from Wello are going to be a good little memorial side going with a few boys from Bree in that playing. So, mm. so, yeah, but you know what? They're keeping their cards close to themselves now and Eels. Dennis Moran's putting the side together, I hear, you know, like, could be one of his last knockouts, and when he retires from the knockout, we're all going to know about it, you know, probably the greatest player to ever, ever lace on the boots at the knockout, so he'll be building a squad to, to win it, you know, he'll want to win it as a, as, as he, you know, he might be hanging up the boots at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, no, he, no, it's always a competitive side. Any, um... Any gears or anything for sale, bros? Anything on the on the Facebook page? Um, yeah, on the Facebook page, we've got some basketball jerseys and that basketball jerseys on for sale at the moment. Some of our um, Dubbo knockout merchandise as well. Um, 
people just got to get in. You know, the main thing is if you don't pay, we don't order it. People think, you know, I'm made of money and I can order it. But, yeah, but now we've got it um, linked up with the One Mob Apparel website. makes it a lot easier. They ship it out to you guys as well. So, yeah, just hop onto the Gomeroy Connections Facebook page and have a look. Good stuff, bros. And um, if anyone, any listeners out there, you know, link with any clubs or anything, want to jump on the podcast, we'll try to do something like every fortnight or something moving forward. Uh, we've done a few episodes so far. Um, so, yeah. Um, any last words, Dill? No, I just want to, um, you know, um, say, bros, thanks for having me on. Our blacks are building something special, you know, like um, don't think many people would have known, but we had a little in-house trial. It was just after COVID. We, we weren't allowed to come back we just came back from COVID and you know and you know I've seen this club you know they've gone from you know raking up to have enough and you know going to these little knockouts like Baduri and that to, you know going to the team you are now and you know giving LS7s a good crack and giving the rugby tournaments and also you know nearly winning Toowoomba so you've, you've come leaps and bounds you know and you've never given up on the Outblacks um, you've always you've, you know and that's like every team you know you go through periods where you just it's hard yeah, bro. Go for a period yeah. and you're rolled in and, um, you know, you don't know where the money's going to come from and you've had enough and then, you know, you get a bit itchy, bit itchy for it when there's no footy around and then you go, yeah. oh, I'm throwing up the side back in. So, you know, yeah, all no, that. But thanks so, for having me on, Buzz. I appreciate it. Yeah, two words, bro. Thanks for um, everyone listening in and um, keep up to date on the Facebook page and we've also got a TikTok page now too. So um, keep up to date with the Outblacks and uh, busy um, end of the year for us and also Gomorrah's too. So, Thanks, everyone. Appreciate your time. We'll see you later. Thanks, everyone.